As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Benny White was an incredible person who lives in the hearts of people all over the world. The Hard Dice crew and... This is Licensed Hard, where movies and TV shows have become board games. Will they be on brand or just plain bad? Here is your host, Belle. Pertwee from Delaware, United States, rates this a six, saying, Periodically, I invest in a Funkoverse set, thinking one will eventually click for me and the whole system will open up. This moment has not happened. Characters feel slow and too specifically niche. Rather than dynamic or exciting, not exactly what I want from a light skirmish game. At the same time, it's also too light to be crunchy. Too many combat results in either nothing happening or a knockdown that is immediately recovered from. The abilities are interesting and I like how thematic the characters feel, but at the end of the day, I'd play and I'd rather play unmatched. JP Half Nine from Indiana, United States, writes this with an eight. He says, Absolutely cannot beat the theme, board, and playing pieces. I did find the instructions to be a little convoluted and confusing, but it it really is a pretty straightforward game. Nothing too crazy, but being able to play with the theme, I think, makes it really cool. Walt Mulder from Washington State, United States, gave it a 6.4 and state, it's missing the menopause and hot flashes cards. We are, of course, talking about a Funkoverse game, and this one is The Golden Girls. What a great theme it is. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing quite like the idea of four uh, older ladies beating each other up uh, to win some points in a game. Yep. I yeah. mean, who, who, what isn't there to like about that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's the one thing that was missing from the show, I think. Absolute yeah. bone-jarring yeah. violence. Yeah. I yep. mean, some of those witty remarks that they had at one another really did cut through, but oh, nothing quite like the knockdowns that uh, Rose <laughs> can get on people. Oh, yeah, she's nasty. <laughs> Such a crazy idea. Like the whole concept that, you know, they would do that in reality is, is so funny. But um, such like as it is, it's a small skirmish game. One of the reviews you, we just said, you know, talked about it. A, and that's the whole point of it. The Funko Burst games are just fun, silly skirmish games where it is luck of the dice and a, a little bit of strategy, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I wouldn't have picked, of all the Golden Girls, things that the game could be. And the only Golden Girl game that I can see that's out there is one where they're trying to knock each other out. Mm. Like, what? <laughs> it, just, it just seems a little off, don't you yeah. think? 
I mean, they they didn't do that too much in the show. I don't I don't remember. <laughs> well, I watched an episode just recently where Rose does steal a teddy bear back off of a little girl as she pushes her through a door. So maybe, Ooh, oh, yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if there's Girl Scouts in any of the other Funkoverse univer- uh, universes, well, look out. Yeah. Well, that is one of the things with Funkoverse is that you can definitely mix and match between the different universes and have – you could have a raptor from Jurassic Park with Deadpool and, you know, um, some other Betty character White. from another – Yeah, you know, fighting yeah. it out in the Golden Girls house against Betty White Rose or, you know, against Rue McLaughlin, you know, against your against – your, Oh my god! I've just name, haven't you? Um, Lily Blanche, 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 Blanche. Replace right Blanche. Have you seen this moment? Yeah, I was. I was. Well, there is a, a Clue Golden Girls game, and there's also Trivial Pursuit Golden Girls for the aficionados who actually know everything. There's six six hundred questions on all seven seasons. Oh, I mean, wow. is trivia really a board like a? Board game though. Trivia pursuits that is because you've got to go around a board and you've got to fill yeah, up your little pie with all and, yeah. you know, slices so that you can get to the middle and win. So therefore it's a board game. It's on a board. Yeah, true. But I feel like Clue and Monopoly and all that as licensed products are just cop outs. Yeah. yeah and same not- with Trivial Pursuit. It's just it's not you haven't taken a license and created something interesting with it. You've taken a license and applied it to the exact same thing, which I suppose yeah. Funkoverse does this is done <laughs> as well. Uh, but, but this does get into some of the themes of the characters and, and actually takes a look at it beyond just, okay, slapping new names on things. Yeah, yeah. cutting remark and things like that is like yeah, you know, exactly. that's, the, that's their skill. Yeah. And the story oh. time from mm. Betty White, very appropriate. Yeah. Like you watch just a single episode of Golden Girls yeah. and Rose will come up with a story that everybody else is just like, uh, yep. at, you know, yep. so you can see how that is doing yeah. um, the task on the card, like how that is, like you know, going to uh, help you with uh, with combat because it, it feels like it physically pains them to listen to her stories. Yeah, I will say the combat does seem on point with the show from what I have seen, which is limited with Golden Girls. It does seem directly relevant and and really well channeled, capturing those characters. Yeah. I, I, I like for what it is, it, and it is a rebadging of a of a game that's already in existence. It's a good theme, a good way to thematically rebadge the Funko, what is it, Funko Universe yeah. world, and they've you know the the player board is sort of themed to the to the house, house. and all that jazz, yeah. and and mm-hmm. I think it's and it's fun. It's as you said, you know, I, I imagine this is a real collector kind of. Um, <laughs> as we worked out, I've even got one of them. I didn't even realize I owned a, a figurine from the Funkiverse with Deadpool, but um, I just thought it was called Deadpool. I didn't even think <laughs> about the game. I mean, <laughs> I'm on a podcast talk about games. I'm like, oh, I don't even know what the game is. I've never seen it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is it's good and it's it's fun and silly and you could really see this as a bit of a party game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like we did it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that um having it as part of the Funkoverse, it does mean that you only really have to teach people how to play Funkoverse and then you can bring them into the game and every time that you play it will be a little bit different depending on which uh, character set you're playing with because they've all got their own individual abilities and all that sort of stuff. So it will still feel like, you know, you're you're in there. Like, for instance, with Dorothy, like snappy banter, it gives you a challenge to 
and gives Dorothy Dorothy the snappy status card. So the snappy status card gives you an extra defense. And I think that that's so appropriate because she is just like the banter and the witty remarks and all that sort of stuff. Like she snaps back at characters all the time with the one-liners and it both knocks them down as well as builds her up. So I think that that's perfect. It feels very well um, on par with her character. So, you know, compare that to one, say, from the Jurassic Park set that I have, you know, where if you're um, like uh, Ian or something or, or one of the raptors, like that's very different to being Dorothy and, and it does feel that way. So I think that they've done that really well. Um, my only thing is that in the set that I've got, they've only got one add-on, which is a purse. And then I think the other one has got one add-on, which I think you were saying before was a cheesecake. Is that right, Ben? Yeah, yeah. So that's the one with Rose and Blanche have has a cheesecake. Yeah. But the one you've got, if you've got Dorothy and Sophia, that's got the, the purse, I think, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you've really only got, as in the single set, which like the one I've got where I've got Sophia and Dorothy and I've got the, you can either be in the house or you can be in the grocery store, which is where they first yeah, got the yeah. flyer off of the um, bulletin board to find out that Blanche was looking for housemates. That's how Dorothy and Rose came to be her housemates after their husbands passed away or yep. the divorce. And I, I think that otherwise I don't think I've really seen them in the grocery store that often, so it feels a little bit weird, but I guess when you've got a setting that's always in the house, you probably don't have many options. So it's good they went with that, you know, uh, that backstory OG source point, but that's kind of it. You've got two locations, two characters, a purse that might change it up, and you've got two scenarios, two win scenarios, and that's it. Whereas if, if yeah. you get the second pack, the one with um, Rose and Blanche, You've got the Golden Girls home and the Florida boardwalk are the two sides of the board. Oh, so both of them have the home. So you really, no, if you got the whole set. Oh, if you got it's the home, because it says online that it should be Mr. Ha Ha's hot dog has sent I'm pretty sure it's the home. Let me open it up. I'll have a double check. Uh -huh. But I'm pretty sure it's the home. I think you guys are hitting on the main point, though. It's that any set by itself is a bit insufficient. You get a couple of characters yeah. and you have a couple of combinations and that's it. Yes. The joy in the game comes from mixing and matching and seeing yeah. how, yeah, Betty White pairs up with the Velociraptor. Yeah. Because that's half the challenge, getting your characters to work together. It, it surprised me that you can get pretty tactical mm. with it. You can look at resource management of your little tokens to make sure you're not going to run out of moves. You need to know what your opponents are capable of and where to be, you know, pulling back and pushing forward. You can get a little bit, a little bit tactical with the combat. It's not quite crunchy enough as the review suggested for a, a you know someone who's used to playing, say, Axis and Allies or something. It's never going to scratch that itch, but no. you can have a bit of fun with it. And then it comes down to dice rolls and how well you kind of team up, communicate with your partner if you're playing on a team, yeah. and then make those resources work for you, which really surprises me. But that's really unlocked once you get more and more of the universe. Mm beyond just your one little set and your two little characters. And and that's part of the, the whole purpose of the Funko verse is that you get more and more of them and, and mix, mix and match and things. But I think we should also just yeah, mention we, exactly. we played this four-player, so we, we did play it twice because we played it wrong the first time. Yeah. But um, I, I like that because it was, you know, we each had a go, but you could only use one character at, um, in each round kind of thing. So you had you weren't 
a character, so your team, so if you were Dorothy and Sophia or whatever, you, you would, if you were the go and you and Dorothy had the best moved at the first with the roll of dice you got, you would move yeah. that character or do the actions for that character. But that meant that your yeah. partner was then locked in to play Sophia next. So that you had to have yeah, that. So and I enjoyed that. Partner. Yeah, enjoyed that banter and how you had to work, strategize together. And your opponents are doing the same thing. I hated always being the second person of the round, though, because that meant I never actually got to really pick. have a turn. Like, yeah. I mean, I helped. Oh, I helped. Sorry, yeah. I helped my partner pick, like what we should do first. But then they got to execute our excellent plan, and then I just mm-hmm. did whatever was left, which sometimes was just, all right, I better stand yeah, back yeah. up the other character, or yeah. you know, yeah. I either mm-hmm. need to assist them up and then, or stand up myself, and then I've used up so much of my action already. And yeah. I can't do anything else. So there's my turn done. So yeah. I I don't know if maybe we just didn't see it in the rules or something, but if there was a way that it changed who went first each turn, if you're playing in a group of four, that would be great. I mean, we could have easily done that. We could have just swapped Yeah, I'd bring it in yeah. as a house rule that yeah. each round, you know, like you flip a coin that. or you um, change, just change and take it in turns as to who goes first each round. Yeah. Yeah, because you played with Alex, didn't you? So that's the problem. Yeah, I think I think what we actually ended up realizing. Yeah, I think we changed the way we played it because we got it wrong the first time. Yeah, and that changed. I think you but do I get think, assigned a character essentially. Yeah, I think that that was um, the way that we played it the first time was what Ben was just saying. But I think the second time that we did play it, we ended up playing it that well. Then I'm always Sophia, and yeah, Ben, yeah. you're yep. always Dorothy, and and whoever's best. And if the best suitor role is for Dorothy to go first, then you get to. Do mm. go, Dorothy's yeah. kick-ass move, whereas if it's Sophia's turn to go first, I get to do the kick-ass move. Yeah. So yeah. that. So there's a bit more ownership there yeah. and a bit more consequences mm. of your choices. So that was because we read the rules wrong the first time. So, yes. so yeah, yes. I would bring in a home rule of if you play it that, you know, you can control either character, then you change who goes first each time. Or if you play it as, like, you're a set team, then, yeah, like how I think how the rules were actually written. So we actually played this um, on a uh, online tabletop game Reload? way of yeah. playing it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to specifically say what we played it on, but yes, on a tabletop-like simulator we played it. Um, <laughs> due to the COVID restrictions, we were unable to play it with my actual hard copy one here, which is why I didn't know what was on the board properly. And you're right, it is the um, supermarket and the restaurant. So um, it is different there. So, yeah, the other one's board. So that's even more reason why you want to get the other one so you get the hat. So, yeah, because, again, like I don't feel like there's too often where they're in those specific locations. They're always in their house, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you definitely want to mix up the sets both with the two Golden Girl sets as well as potentially, like we said, Fight of a Velociraptor. Why not? (laughs) Why not indeed? What surprised me about the game was how quickly, like, it can swing and get really bad really quick. That second game, like, you start off with two characters and even resources, and so it should be a relatively even match for a little while. Man, you guys crushed us. Maybe it was the fact that I was partnered up with Alex, but... We got we got pummeled hard that second <laughs> round. We thought we knew everything going in. Like, no, no, we've got this. Nope. And like, yeah, there was a few bad dice rolls and stuff, but geez, like Rose, was it Rose I was playing? One of them, the whoever I was playing got knocked down a couple of times. And it would just you guys, took I think so we're Dorothy and much Blanche. effort to get back yeah, up. You were Dorothy and yeah, Blanche, you okay. were Rose and Rose Sophia. Rose and Sophia. Yeah, and it was just like yeah. impossible to overcome. Once you start on that little spiral downwards, yeah. it's 
very hard to come back. You've got to get some really lucky rolls. Which is interesting because we mixed it up. We actually pulled out characters from the two different sets. We didn't play them together because normally it's Dorothy and Sophia and it's Rose and Blanche. But, oh, but they play opposite mm. each other. So that does make sense because they are, because it's a two-player game. You, you play against each other. So we did do it right. Yeah. That's weird. But anyway. We just want to take a minute to thank our sponsor, The Gaming Verse. Please visit The Gaming Verse for all your board game needs. Without them, we roll ones. With them, we roll natural 20s. Please don't make us roll ones. Use the code HARD for a stellar discount. Check out the show notes for all the information that you need. Yeah, maybe. But also, we um, played it uh, the day before or the night before just to give it a whirl before coming in and playing it on the um, tabletop game uh, so that we knew the rules and how to actually maneuver things around the board and everything. And we did play it as Rose and Blanche versus Sophia and Dorothy. And mm. I feel that the combos didn't quite work as well because Dorothy was a very defensive player. Um, and so was Sophia. Mm. Like, doesn't Sophia have the call in the hit? Like yeah, Sophia, so Sophia has, has the, Sophia the, has the lowest hit. defense, but, but she's got all, the long of, range yeah. all of her stuff is at a distance. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. at a distance. Sorry. Yeah. So Dorothy's the tank people there. like Dorothy's skill is being near the other person. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply wasn't it? Mm. You could help people if you were near them. I th yeah, I think that was also like a bit rose, a bit Blanche as well. Like Blanche's things were to like distract and to pull people in and to yeah. give, um, yeah. Yeah, like with her with her good looks and her flirting and all that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, the slutty one was being slutty and the, and the, and the dopey storyteller one was being dopey and storyteller and the witty remark one was being witty remarked and the one that was just like was ma mafia and yeah. yeah. Thematically, they did Funny a great job back. of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just a matter of who you pair with who, and I think that that makes a huge difference because the first time that we played yeah. it, it definitely didn't feel as close of options that the like as, as close of a game because the options just weren't there in terms of, like what you could do each mm. time. Like we always had the same character going first and the other character going second every we single time. We picked it up a lot more when we, we did it. Um, but the, yeah. other mix up, the, other, the other characters are twisted around a bit, yeah. Yeah, so I almost wonder, like, how many different ways you actually can even play um, the set together where yeah. it actually works. And then it'll be interesting yeah. to see Mike, which one you, you partner with them. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, how you? Yeah. 
sorry, there was also a couple of different game modes, and I think we only tried the one of them. Yeah, we just did Leah. Knocking down the enemy boss. So there's a, a primary and a secondary character, and you've mm-hmm. got to knock them down. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure different playability and different rules going with those different game options. Yeah, like Change maybe Sophia games. and Dorothy work well together in control as opposed to in leader. Like may- maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Mm. But I still feel like we'd only have to play it eight times and we've done every single one of those scenarios. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's when you've got to start experimenting with other packs and throwing in. Yeah, and enjoying the real fun of the Funkoverse world. Yeah. I suppose that can bring a social element to the game, though. If you've got a friend who's got, say, the Marvel Funkoverse and you've got, you know, the Golden Girls or you've got, I don't know, DC, whichever different Funkoverse board games there are, then you can you can have an excuse to bring them over, bring their set, see what kind of combinations you can come up with. Mm. It does bring a, definitely an awesome element to the game there. Yeah, like imagine Ben bringing in his Deadpool Funko Pop that he was just talking about, and I have Dorothy. Like those two would get some amazing banter off of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Dorothy would call Deadpool out on his shit so many times, and Deadpool would just serve it straight back. Mm, it'd be it'd be just the Naki <laughs> remark squad. It would just be yeah. backwards and forwards. It would be awesome. oh god, perfect, um, yeah. perfect. But I, I love that the, the like, I mean, it is a money making scheme. It's pop. It's you know, it's Funko. <laughs> that's yeah. what they do. But it's like they've done it so well that you know the the game comes with everything. If you just buy the one pack, you can play the game. You've got all the bits and pieces with it. But. It also encourages you to, to get more because it will expand the playability and, and the, the themes and the way it's played and, and how it can move forward. I think from that side of things, this I mean, you know, we're just reviewing the Golden Girls ones here, but as a licensed game, I think they've done a really good job. If all of them are themed as well as this one, and I haven't yeah, played right. any others, if that sounds really good. it's They've done a really good job then, yeah. 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 It's definitely... A simple enough game that you can play easily and teach to others easily that you can then apply it across the board if it is all as easily playable as as that one. It just to me is very much you need other sets. Um, And even if they created like extra purses and extra locations and stuff even for the set that I already have, I'd be happy to keep buying Golden Girl expansions and keep playing different versions of Golden yeah, Girl. You want to have some of the guest stars come in as well? That would be pretty cool, you know. I mean, were there any, like, like regular guest stars? Now. Thank you for being a friend or a yeah. customer. Yeah. I don't know if they were, they were regular, but they did. They, there were quite was... a few people who did come on. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. How long did the sitcom go for? Seven, seven seasons, something like that. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, 85 to 92, I think it was. Mm. It's definitely 85. Yeah. I don't know. I looked it up when you asked me just the other day. I told him when we were, I was like, you've got to watch Golden Girls. It's great. Yeah. There's only so many times you can repeat broken hip and Alzheimer jokes before you need some, a fresh face to come. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they bring out that expansion with the Alzheimer's and the hot flushes, like I'm I'm buying it. <laughs> you know, like, I yeah. love that. that would- I think – Ultimately, the game surprised me, though, because I, I went in without knowing the Funkoverse, how the game worked. Mm. I was genuinely quite pleasantly surprised because, mm. yeah, you, you think of it, it's just a money-making. Okay, you buy the figurines and, and there's a game attached. But, no, it's just, it is a legitimate game, and you do kind of get excited halfway through going, oh, Jesus, the possibilities here, 
with all the other parts are, are a bit crazy. It's kind of awesome. I will give it that. Yeah. And oh. even when we beat you, we only beat you by what, like two or three or something. Like if you oh, guys, no, that second round, that second round we swamped them. Yeah, I'm ignoring that yeah, one because yeah, I'm trying to make it sound good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to make it sound we, we, we were just, we yeah. were just so much better. That was just it. Yeah. yeah the <laughs> first game went down to the wire. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. And and it's surprising that you can get such different results mm. just by changing the characters around. And yeah, there's probably a few dice. Oh, I think we also just played the rules a little bit closer to how that oh, was you take that to be back. played. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really yeah. did. I thought you were gonna say. I thought. I thought you were gonna say we just played it better than you guys. I'm like, Ooh. I mean, we did clearly because we won. But yeah. <laughs> also, um, I and I think the only reason that we struggled with the rules was because we were reading it from the instruction manual in the simulator that we were using. So yeah, it was not yeah. something that we could just easily pull out and refer to for our first time playing. It was kind of like mm. a, uh, I can't be bothered zooming back out and going over here and then flip and then clicking on it and then flipping through all the pages and like, nah, nah, Although, I'll read it later. It did kind of make it easier when you've got a handful of people each with access to the rules, not having a hand around. But a we didn't. booklet, but everyone can go. Yeah. But we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but we didn't. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's annoying. To yeah. the show that there were some regulars like Stanley. That's true. Dorothy's cheating ex-husband. Yeah. Miles Weber, which is Rose's professor boyfriend from season five, he's only in it for a couple of seasons. But um, mm-hmm. Sophia's late husband, Salvador Pedro, came back as uh, Dreams Flashes. Um, oh yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. You saw um, one of those Flash episodes, Tom. Yeah. Did I? Oh. Yeah. Remember when they were buying each other the TV? Um, nope. You fell asleep. Okay, never mind. Probably. Uh, Blanche's daughter's in it, Deborah. The Golden Girls. It was only um, on late in the afternoon, and I would have been about five when I was watching it. No, like so, yeah, literally like the episode that, that you, watched um, the other day. you were watching the other day. <laughs> He's blanked it from his mind. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so I couldn't handle the violence and just. Yeah, just the old days trying to knock one another out. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, just blank from my mind after that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Dorothy's daughter too. Uh, son, God, yes. So that we we do have some recurring members there that could come back in into an expansion. Yeah. So that would be kind of cool. I don't know. You know, yeah. The the regular ones like the ex husband yeah. and stuff would be good. Yeah. Maybe some of their kids. Yeah. I kind of wonder with the other Funko versus how many characters they have. When you look at say maybe something like X Men and stuff, do they just have four, or is it like the whole gang? In which case, Golden Girls, you'd feel like it's a you're only getting four characters compared to however many you might get with others. I don't know. Harry Potter had four. Yeah. Harry Potter had four. Yeah. Sorry. Who did they Sorry. make their fourth? Dumbledore uh, or, Siri- or Sirius or, or Snape or? Voldemort. Just opening it up now, but I think it is oh, he Voldemort who should not be mentioned. Yeah. yeah. It's he who should not be mentioned. Um, And it's not. No, actually, really? it's. um. Sorry, it's it's Harry and it looks like is that a Hermione and it's Bellatrix and Voldemort. Oh, so they didn't even wow. run in. No, no, so I wow. thought that the set three were sorted. It was the fourth that I was. Yep. No, because you've got to have two against two, don't you? And what you're saying, you you forgot the bit where Bellatrix Ron goes against Voldemort. Hermione and and Harry because he gets all jealous and stupid. 
We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that weakness in Ron. But there is a secondary box of Harry Potter, which is Ron and um, um, Blonde Boy. What's his name? Um, Draco. Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then you've got the the ancillary, yeah. uh, one good, one bad. But then you're playing with. Then you've got six characters to play with, six sets of unique abilities. Yeah. Imagine if you just got given, like, as a gift from like your grandmother who doesn't quite understand, you know, Harry Potter and all that sort of stuff. And you're like, yeah, I want the Harry Potter Funko verse for Christmas. And she gives you the Draco Ron one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you be disappointed? What's wrong with poor little Ron? You're after Harry and Hermione at least, aren't you? Come There's on. another Harry Potter one. So I'm really Wow. Now. See, and, he, and here's the thing. You start, oh, well, Snape was a good guy in the end, wasn't he? It's Snape and... Um, Serious? River Snape, mm-hmm. Albus Dumbledore, Dolores Umbridge, and... Rubrus Hagrid. I don't know. Who do you oh, play? Oh, of course yeah. you get Hagrid. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're not doing so here's, the, here's the trouble. You've got so many different characters there to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden Girls just feels limited. Yeah, there is real. Like, yeah. on, honestly, if they did bring in Stan, I'd be like, oh, that's a stretch. Whereas if they bring in Hagrid, yeah. I don't feel like that's a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose it, yeah. If, if they brought in Felch, I'd feel like it was a stretch. Yeah. yeah, but when when you look at other sitcoms like Big Bang Theory or uh, Two and a Half Men, those are the contemporary ones I can think yeah. of. Yeah, there's three or four main characters and then then a couple of extras. Yeah, yeah, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's it's kind of a limiting genre, I think. Sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Full House, you'd have a whole bunch of characters. Brady yeah. Bunch, you've got yeah. nine straight up. Before my time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah I, and, I've been in Golden Girls right, before your time, probably too, Tom, but. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, yeah, um, classics uh, are classics. Hang on. hang on, hang on. Betty White is a cultural touchstone across all generations. Yes, because yeah. she, she's Bless. never dying. Um, Stop it, Ben. Don't even say it. It is. It is uh, here's something like that interests me. We, we talk about the Funkiverse. They do have Marvel and DC, which is, I think, really rare. So you could actually battle Marvel and DC against each other. Oh, every one of my nerd dreams comes real. We could finally get the answer of Batman versus um, Iron Man and such. Yeah. Um. Excuse yeah. me, yeah. Batman versus Iron Man. Of course it's Batman. Are you kidding? Excuse me, yeah, Iron Man. No. What you yeah, guys Iron think Man. Iron Man would beat Batman? Absolutely, Iron Man actually comes no. up with develops his own stuff. He actually Where does knows Batman? how work. Who do you think no, makes the batarang and stuff? If you talk Batman's about just a billionaire, no, who has an R and D department. No, yeah. no, yeah, no, no, no. Batman that is something that they bring in later. No, he makes his own like utility belt and batarangs and everything. Like no. Stop it. You don't even yeah. know real Batman. And he still only ever manages You're just to play second fiddle to Superman. And you think Iron, Iron Man, Man doesn't play second, fi- second fiddle to Captain America? Who do you think most people would think is the leader of the ju- of the Justice League and who do you think most people would think is the leader of the Avengers? Yeah, but all i got to say is Civil War, Iron Man cases, 1. So that's fine. Yeah, Civil War, Iron Man. Civil War, that, Iron Man 1. Strong counterpoint there. What I saw was... Two, hey guys, let's two, 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 like war criminals that were severely enhanced through 
science and modification attacking a poor orphan boy with heart problems that the pair that they killed the parent that one of them killed the parents of okay that's what i see in that yeah tell me i'm wrong completely iron iron man is just a billionaire with a heart problem that's very smart no i actually love iron man i i i shouldn't make that joke (laughs) batman is just an orphan boy but they're both like orphan boys they're both orphan boys they're the same character no, they're not. I know but, they're not. Very not. Iron Man also has a drinking problem, but they don't talk about that in the movies, but it's in the comics. No, but the demon <laughs> in the bottle like um, arm is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So a it's a wonderful... Okay, I'm going to need context. Yeah. You've outnerded me easily. Yeah. Oh, it's just um, oh, do, uh, it's just one of the comic um, series, storyline story things. Mm. Um, nice. Yeah, from what, like, was it the 60s? 70s? Yeah, it was a, a, one of the early ones. Yeah, yeah, but it's re- it's really good. Um, nice. I'm like, oh. Anyway, I think we've gone off on a nerd tangent here. Absolutely. This goes to show that, like, I think uh, the whole. I mean, we're we're particularly reviewing just the Golden Girls version of it, but I think you know we're not going to do another episode of Funkoverse for each of the different um, packs you can get. As we said, there's heaps of them. No. But I think, you know, as it would be interesting to see if the other packs are as true to the um, the genre as, as the Golden Girls ones are. And maybe the ones that are more fighting-based, like the superheroes or, or even the it, Harry Potter I feel Potter like ones. that would make more sense there. Yeah, but I wonder if they it might be harder, like it might not fit as well. Because why you know, wouldn't it feel well? There's so many different variants. Because they've got and yeah, they've got too many. Have they got too many that, skills in fighting? How many Iron yeah. Mans are there? Yeah, yeah, you know what like, I mean. It's just it's such a broad, as opposed to you know they get to disability and this ability, and you kind of boil their personality down to two. Whereas with twelve, three moves and an automatic ability of, okay. of defense. Whereas what do you choose? I think you know, that's what we're heading with then. No need to panic. We just lost our recording here. It's not your Wi-Fi or your headphones dying or anything like that. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening up to this point. Sorry that it got a little bit crazy at the end there with the recording. And I look forward to having you along for the next episode of Licensed Hard. Thanks for listening to another episode. Stay in touch and tell us what you think on Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Check the links in the show notes to stay connected. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.